one of the good things about doing a show about a show that hasn't been on the air mm-hmm. for like 20 plus years yeah. is that we wouldn't have to talk about like modern news that relates <laughs> to the show. But there were two different stories just this past week that related to Seinfeld. To Seinfeld? Yeah. Um, I, I saw one. <laughs> I thought it was a gag. What, what are the two? Uh, well, the one was uh, Seinfeld in promoting uh, comedians in yes. cars getting coffee. Is that the name of it? Yeah, yeah. It came out on Friday. I dumped oh, on okay. Friday on Netflix. Yeah. I he's think saying, all at once. He's saying, yeah, I never have Donald Trump on my show. You have to be a comedian. I'm like, okay. I didn't okay. see that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm okay. I did see that. Everyone <laughs> marked the occasion of the first episode. Well, you know, like Seinfeld and the TBS Seinfeld uh, Twitter account, I think, both marked July 5th as the premiere of the Seinfeld Chronicles. Yes. Uh, and July 3rd is actually an important comedy date for Jerry Seinfeld because in his first, he did something called I'm Telling You for the Last Time where he like retired all of his, his old act and he did it all at once. And, and one of the jokes was July 3rd. He was like, how do the cows know what the expiration date? How do they know the expiration date on milk? Do the cows whisper it to the <laughs> farmer? July 3rd, pass it on. Jeez. And so July 3rd, is it was that was the 20th anniversary of that date but the, right. the 29th anniversary of of uh, the first episode of seinfeld what was the other thing um it was about the new episodes right or something like that the fake yeah retweet yeah. See, i thought that was a joke i yeah. thought that was a gag yeah, it was uh what is it uh seinfeld current day yeah. i think the actual handle is like at seinfeld 2000 yeah. tweeted at nbc <laughs> of like hey how many retweets to get new episodes on the air only ten thousand. yeah yeah and the replies back from NBC after they reached 10,000 was so sad and pathetic. What did they say? Because I thought that was, first of all, it looked like a DM. I thought it was just a joke because nothing that Seinfeld current day posts is yeah. real. It's all jokes. Yeah. So. I mean, it could definitely be like a photoshopped uh, DM conversation. That's what I was thinking. But people took it really seriously. Oh, yeah. I was like, this is a joke. Yeah, 10,000 is so low. It looks so good, though, like if they did Photoshop it. Yeah. But they're just saying... Please, I literally have no say in what airs on the air. I'm literally just a social media staffer. Yeah, yeah. I have no input. Please, you're going to cost me my job. Someone's going to see this. Yeah, yeah. So that, so if, if someone thought that was real, one of the NBC higher-ups would go, you can't. Yeah, you can't well, say. Well, we have to yeah, now. Yeah. Well, we have to now. It's Twitter they got, law. They got 10,000 retweets. <laughs> yeah. 10,000 retweets is like what Patton Oswalt gets it's for nothing. like his morning brunch or something. It's like, yeah, yeah. That, that's absolutely yeah. That's why I thought it was a, a funny <laughs> joke, but everybody took it so seriously. You see a tweet like uh, that, I don't know, like Tommy Laren or something will tweet about right. literally anything. Yeah. And it'll get like a few thousand retweets yeah. and uh, like 5,000 likes. Someone will quote tweet it and call her a poopy pants. Yeah. And it'll get 70,000 retweets and 120,000 likes. Yeah, but I guess what the social media person was worried about, if that was even true, or just like kind of a funny reaction, like, oh, how can I be funny about this in, in the way that brand social medias have to be funny these days? If it wasn't that, it was like, some higher up who doesn't know anything about Twitter, some 70-year-old guy who's an executive at, at NBC would go, this person is authorizing reboots on Twitter. We can't do that. You know, it's like, no, it was a, that was a joke picture, and this was a joke response. You should just be happy that we're getting the attention. But, you know, 70-year-old guys who run NBC don't, don't know that. So uh, that, that's a good point. I didn't see any of the Trump backlash, backlash, but it is pretty funny. I did see that somebody redecorated Seinfeld's apartment as if it, if, it, if the show was filmed today. Did you see that? I didn't get a chance to look at the picture, but I heard that was... I saw that it was a thing. Yeah, I didn't yeah. look at the pictures I didn't, either. Yeah, we'll, have to, we'll have to check that out. Yeah, because mm. I'm, I'm sure it's just going to look like any Brooklyn 
uh, modern style studio apartment. Yeah, yeah. It's it's going to look really nice from like one angle, and then you realize, oh, the picture they're taking this from or the angle they're taking this picture from is the very opposite corner. So you're seeing quite literally the entire apartment in one photo. Right, so right. So it's just very yeah. tiny. Yeah, it could be that or, you know, just the, all the decor. Like all the Mets posters are taken down or whatever. But speaking of uh, Jerry's apartment, it got remodeled between episode two and episode three, the I, robbery. I noticed that too. <laughs> I noticed that too. I've been waiting for that, if you can't tell, because I've been talking about it. Well, I mean, we only had, had two episodes, but I'm like, where do you think Jerry's bedroom is? So let's talk about episode three, the robbery, which aired June 7th, 1990. Uh, oh, well, this is No Hugging, No Learning. Let's oh, talk, hey, what's let's, up? Yeah. I'm Ted Hollowell. <laughs> I'm Tim Murphy. It's a show about one thing, watching Seinfeld for the first time. Ted is watching these for the first time, literally, and I'm watching this for the first time, front to back. I've never done that before. I've just watched it, you know, whenever that, whatever episodes they throw on in syndication. So, uh, the robbery year, June 7th, 1990, like I said. And so, if you looked it up on TV Guide, what would you see? George persuades Jerry to get a new apartment, but it's the one George wants. Uh, wow, they give the whole thing away. I'm glad yeah, I didn't really. read that beforehand. Wow. Um, yeah, <laughs> because there was a bit of a cliffhanger where... George is uncomfortable with it, but we'll, we'll get into all that. Let's start with the first stand-up bit, which is about the finger. Um, again, I think this is kind of a dumbed-down bit for Seinfeld. It, it really makes... The, that's one of the most eye-opening things about watching this from the first time is like... I guess my introduction to Seinfeld was his book Sign Language and that I'm telling you for the last time. Like, his actual stand-up, seeing that, because... Yeah. Like we've kind of talked about how I I like stand up comics and I've never seen their act I just uh, act I just like them because I see I've heard them on podcasts and they're funny. Sitcoms kind of the same thing. Like you see all these stand up comics and then you never see their act until they you know until specials started kind of becoming a thing again. An hour hour long specials and Comedy Central started yeah, getting yeah, more yeah. clout and things like that. Um, so this to me is like not this is to me is a bad Seinfeld joke. It's dumbed down in the way the same way that the co- the Cotton Balls bit was. I was like. You're not operating at the top of your intelligence here. You're like, what does the finger mean? What's that? We all know <laughs> what it means. We all know it's a symbol yeah. that we've all agreed upon. So why are you saying what? What does it mean? You yeah, know? like if one person is driving, you get the middle finger thrown at you. No one's suddenly think, oh, what does he mean? Oh, well, he showed me what, his finger. What, what does he mean by that? Uh, I'm supposed to feel bad about that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you, you should, because you probably cut him <laughs> off or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was first of all the the build up to I, one thing I hate about these stand up bits, that, especially early on, the build ups get hilarious laughs. So I change lanes. Ah! Yeah. In front of a, yeah. Also, yeah, I I made the note about this. I'm like, is this canned laughter? It, most of it has to be because when they show the audience, nothing matches up. There's people no. like with their hands on their fists. Like, yeah, they're mm. almost like asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, like. Granted, Seinfeld in this era, doing this material, was funny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But this scene, there is just almost nonstop laughter. Yes, yeah, yeah. So I'm driving. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get this guy, he throws me the finger. (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) Yeah. He he sort of extended it in a good way with, you know, the toe. The toe takes work, so that would mean more. But, I mean, it was just too obtuse saying you don't know what the finger means and why we're supposed to feel bad. It's a symbol. Like, why... You know, we've all agreed what what it means as a society. So I don't know, it just seemed a little out of there. But um, so the, then we uh, see Jerry's apartment. He has a bedroom now. You go into his apartment and you turn right, and then there's now a little hallway that leads back to his bedroom. This is the this is the Seinfeld apartment that I know and love. Oh, so wait, that's a, okay. So that that doorway led straight to a a bathroom, and not there wasn't it a little did, hallway yeah. there, but now there's a little hallway. That's where Jerry's bedroom is. But this is the first time we're seeing it three episodes in. We they finally so, given him a bedroom. So uh, 
realistically, yeah, how would that happen? It well, wouldn't. Exactly. No one addressed it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, oh, so you added it. He'd have to like buy the apartment next door or something, but. But even that's impossible. I don't know. There was like just dead space there. Maybe he added a floor. I don't know. Yeah. It, it was just like a 10 by 20 walk-in yeah. closet that he wasn't using. It is. Yeah, exactly. It is impossible. But I think they probably looked down the line. They're like, we're going to need a separate room. We're going to need a bedroom. We're going to need a place oh for him to God. sleep. But that's going to have to do. So, I didn't um, even notice yeah. that. So they had, but that's why like in the first two episodes, I was like, Ted, where do you think Jerry sleeps? And we had a long discussion about, about it at that I mean, point. He, he sleeps in the living room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On that bed. or you know, that, and, and where he sleeps is a big part of those. That At least that first episode where the woman comes in and he brings an extra, extra matches for her. But uh, I, th- I thought that was uh, this, this is it. Jerry finally has a bedroom. Um, and he's packing for a trip. He's going to Minneapolis. He's got four shows there, uh, which is uh, probably a nice comedy market. It's a nice big city. Uh, and he probably has maybe Thursday night, Friday, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. That's what I'm guessing. I mean, that's what maybe, they normally do. Maybe, or, well, he he didn't say how long he was going yeah. for. He just said he had four shows. Yeah. I know when uh, comedians come to Juniors yeah, here, right. uh, the local comedy club in mm-hmm. Erie, Pennsylvania, uh, they'll do, I think, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Yeah. So they're, Sometimes so they're, they come in on a Thursday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes they come in and like, oh, good show last night. You know, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Yeah. So that's what I'm guessing. Oh, but that, that's five shows. So I guess you're right. Two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. So, something like shows. that. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. An early show and a late show. Um, and he says he's a master packer, which I can appreciate because I think I am a master packer. How are you at packing for vacation? Because I just had to do it a ton I, for our, our vacation. I feel like I'm all right. Yeah. Uh, I'll roll up a lot of things that I can roll yeah. up and not uh, get wrinkly. Yeah. Like I'll try to avoid like rolling up my t-shirts in tight little rolls anymore. Like, yeah. I did that one time <laughs> when uh, my friends and I went to Summerfest in yeah. Milwaukee. We were there for two weeks and I had to pack two weeks worth of clothing in a duffel bag. Yeah. Uh, granted, halfway through we were able to like wash our stuff and just wear everything again. Mm-hmm. But it was it was tough. Yeah. But yeah. I think I'm all right at packing. But I'm I'm no master packer. I think I'm a master packer. <laughs> I, I, Sarah will you know. It's one of the few things I do that impresses her still. She's like, that's not going to, you need to get all Colleen's stuff in here. We know all of uh, Declan and my stuff in this bag. She's like, it's not going to fit. It's not going to work. And I'm like, okay, let me see. And I'm like, still got tons of room. What do you want to bring? Your hair dry? You want to bring something else? I got it all in there. No problem whatsoever. So I'm great at that. Not only am I great at packing a suitcase, I'm great at packing the trunk, which I had to do a billion times because oh, we had like man. 12. When we, went, we just went on summer vacation, current events, uh, and um, I, had to pack, I had to pack and unpack the trunk basically each time because we all had. Everyone had a suitcase, basically, and then, you know, we had, they were all under, they're the biggest thing, so they're underneath everything, so it was like playing Tetris, and Sarah, again, is like, it's never going to get in there, never going to happen, and I'm like, look, boom, and I can still pull the little trunk cover over, because we have, uh, you know, an SUV that doesn't actually have a trunk, I can still pull that little trunk cover so robbers can't see what's inside. Ooh. Yeah. I feel like I'm better at packing the trunk or... Um, like the back of a car, like if it has a yeah. lift gate. I feel like I'm much yeah. better at that than actually packing the suitcase. Yeah. Because uh, when Grace and I go back to my dad's house, we have to pack uh, my suitcase, her suitcase. She always has a laundry basket. Yeah. Because she always does laundry at huh, my dad's wherever house. Wherever you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bosco, our dog. Yep. Uh, his dog bed, his water bowl, his food. Uh, I typically have like a backpack as well because yep. like my laptop and right. my tablet and stuff and anything else. And I have a small car. Mm-hmm. I have a I have a Toyota Corolla. I don't have a lot of space. But you get it in there. Yeah. 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 I, I think I'm good at that as well. Um, anything else about this scene specifically? Goes oh, is this where Kramer comes in? And uh, this is apparently was I believe it is 
yeah, I, I wrote it down here, so it must have happened here. This is the first big Kramer entrance. This is this is apparently the first time he. Yeah, th- this is the first like stereotypical. One, yeah, isn't this it? is the first trademark okay. Kramer barge. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. Well, you, oh wait, no, 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 no. This no. after, you're, yeah. This you're is, thinking, you're thinking post. Yeah, I'm thinking post robbery. Yeah. yeah. So we had. Okay. So he goes off on on uh, yeah. on so, his trip. Well, yeah. Jerry and or Elaine and George are both trying to persuade Jerry to look at this new apartment yeah. because this place is a dump. And I actually wrote, but it's Jerry's dump. Yeah. And he's he's just very comfortable there. And Elaine is saying that uh, if he finds a new place, she would like this one. Yeah. But Jerry's confused because she's trashing the place, but also yeah. saying that she wants it. <laughs> I'm like, that's a... It's a, a very manipulative thing to be doing. <laughs> but I agree with her where it's like a step up. You know, sometimes I see, you know, people dri- like think of, uh, I don't know, like a, a super rich guy driving like the nicest Honda Accord you can get, which yeah. would be like thirty or $40,000, a car yeah. that I'm probably never going to drive. Yeah. <laughs> but like that. So that guy's like, oh, gosh, I can't believe I have to drive this thing. I'd rather be driving a Mercedes, like mm-hmm. which I can't afford. <laughs> Which I'm able to afford, I mean. Uh, and and so, or I'd be like, oh, I would love to drive that amazing V6 touring leather seats, you know, Accord. Yeah. But, so I, I, I can see where she's coming from, where she's like, this is a dump, but it's a step up for me. She has a roommate who we're, I'm confident we're never going to see, Tina. She's mentioned. I don't know if there was ever a plan to introduce her or what. Is that her but name? I think that's what she said. Oh, did she say I'm just living with this girl? Yeah, she oh, said okay. she said her her waitress actress roommate. And they never say her name. No, yeah, they, I guess you're no, right. No, they ne- they never said her name. So yeah, that makes me think that uh we're not going to ever see her face. Yeah, for some reason I was looking up uh I was looking stuff up about this episode and it said something about Tina and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah I, right. I don't think we're ever going to see her. Maybe she gets a name later on though." Maybe. But <laughs> yeah, like when Elena's saying uh when she's talking about her roommate and just how she hates living with her. Yeah. I know her pain uh. because I did theater yeah. in college and I know all of those types of people. Yeah, yeah. Like th- there was one thing that I saw just on Facebook this past week. It was, uh, it-, it was the really lame. Make me choose between these two things. Yeah, yeah. And someone just like uh, puts it down in the comments, and it just starts this whole conversation. It's make me choose between two musicals. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> no. I'm I'm okay. What was the stereotypical drama kid musical when you were in theater? Like, what was the one that was like, oh, this is the show. This is the show to end all shows. Like, for example, oh. like for kids nowadays, it'd be Hamilton, I'm guessing. Or maybe yeah. even maybe even that's over for drama kids. But what was the Hamilton of your day? Because I can tell you what it was for my day. Uh, I, I, I don't know what the Hamilton was of my day. Yeah. Um, but the one that just everybody was obsessing over. It's like, if you didn't know every word of the soundtrack, Gatekeepers... Said you weren't a real drama. You don't know every word. To- Honestly, I have no idea because it seemed like I was, uh, n- I was always like on the outside of being completely one hundred percent obsessed, allowing it to with define theater, you. Yeah. allowing it to define my, <laughs> like my soul. Yeah, and everyone else. Yeah, I, was like, this is it. I yeah, found my. I, I, yeah, everyone thing. else is like, like. N- listening to nothing else but yeah. the soundtrack on yeah. Spotify, like doing nothing but like reblogging photos of this musical on Tumblr. I'm yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, I don't... I don't know when I, it came I'm out. I'm not this into it. I just like performing. I don't know when it came out or what... Or, or, but for some reason, I associate Rent with that, with those drama kids. And, and my when, when I was coming up, like Rent 
was the Hamilton of, of yeah. my time, I want to say. It was oh, like, man. this is the, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so real. And I'm like, ugh. I'm, when it comes to, I don't know if we want to get off on, on a musical theater tangent, but <laughs> I'm much more of a Andrew Lloyd Webber musical kind of guy. Like, just give me Cats or Phantom just, or Just some, something, like, original. Something like, yeah, something that doesn't have AIDS in it. Like, I, you know, I mean, I hate to say it that way, <laughs> oh, but, like... No. Well, but, uh, but, I mean, like, that, to me, that, like, it changed the game of musical theater. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, I, I can appreciate a good musical. Yeah. I, I can appreciate a good Broadway play or just any play in right. general. I like theater. <laughs> I don't like theater people. Yeah, yeah. To to an extent. Yeah. I, I'm to an extent. I do like them. A, a lot of them are my, are my friends still to this day. Yeah. But there's an extreme. There is. Yeah. Where I, it's all you are. You know. It's almost like yeah. I, let me compare it to another thing that's like, you know, if you're a stoner and like that's all you are. Like if the, if pot <laughs> just defines your life. You know, it just seems like that's the kind of thing. Like everything, everything. It's all your clothing and everything you do is just revolves just around like, marijuana. Just like those, those terrible like weed leaf socks yeah. I'm like what is the point or hats like, okay, or sure. you know it's like that if that defines you it's like you can smoke pot and it's like as long as you just have a, other interests just, just have other interests just wearing a really bad uh starchy fabric yeah yeah uh snapback hat just a big old pot leaf that says 420 yeah, life yeah. i'm like okay we we get it you like pot and it's all okay. your jokes are about it and all your snapchats are about it, it and everything it's yeah. legal in a lot of states yeah, now that's yeah. not controversial that's another thing where it's like have something more interesting about yourself it can't just be can't just be that you might as well just have a like sweatshirt that just says <laughs> i like pepsi cola exactly could you imagine but yeah that's, keep dropping this pen i should just stop <laughs> playing with it um okay so, <laughs> what else happens? We know Elaine's watching Jerry's apartment. He's staying there. George comes in, and he's trying to talk him into this other great place that just opened up. Yeah, th- this is the next instance of real estate agent, George Costanza. I, I had no idea how big of a part it was. If, if you're watching Seinfeld like I am, thinking you're a big fan, George being in real estate <laughs> is a huge part of now three episodes, I think. Yeah, I think it's been mentioned all, in every... Every episode Yeah, so every far. episode yeah. so far, so... And you've just completely forgotten about it. Yeah, this was going to be the show know. about real estate. Before it was a show about nothing, they were like, it's a show about real estate. Oh, okay. Well, New York real estate, all and right. Then, <laughs> and then they just took the the, uh, the ink pen, just strike, just struck through real estate. Yeah. Like, it's a show about nothing. Nothing. <laughs> better, better idea. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good idea, Larry. <laughs> Um, but so they're, they're talking about this place and Jerry doesn't want to move. Uh, so he goes on his trip. Is that it? Um, that's basically it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I have. Just George and Elaine are just both like really getting on him to convince him to at least look at this new place. Yeah. 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 And it's double the rent he's paying right now, but I guess Jerry's doing okay. Um, yeah, he's going to Comedy Haven, Minneapolis. Minneapolis. He's going for four shows, shows in Minneapolis. I mean, he's got to be making some bank. <laughs> um, and so, but he comes back. And I did like the bit here where he realized he was robbed and he picks up the remote to turn on the TV. He's exhausted, just wants to sit on his couch. <laughs> and the TV's not where it normally is. So I like that he looks for it by pointing the clicker <laughs> in pointing different it the directions. Kitchen, yeah. Points it over towards the window, he, points it behind him, I think. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. Like, maybe she moved it. That's yeah. kind of funny Like that he, that he started that way. Yeah. I, I did write down, and you actually uh, brought this up uh, with the remodel. Yeah. In addition to the remodel... He doesn't have a Mets poster anymore. Oh, that's right. That he doesn't have his gone. entire yeah. starting lineup Mets poster anymore, but he does have a box of Topps baseball trading cards on his fridge. On top of his you refrigerator. Know he's nine. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, 
Why? <laughs> I saw. I noticed that too. Just a weird prop. Like again, Jerry's a huge baseball fan. That's just the point they want to get across. To the fact that he buys boxes yeah. of baseball cards, not just the packs. I, I think I did that when I was eleven. Oh yeah, that was uh, the day I could afford to buy an entire box and unwrap <laughs> oh them all. God, oh, yeah. that was a great day. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I was so excited. That's just like I saw guys doing that at the baseball card shows. And I was like, man, that's the way to do. It. You never know what you're gonna get. You need to sit there unwrapping, 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 <laughs> and uh, yeah. So the fact that I mean, Jerry must be rolling in it if he's able to. Do that, yeah, you know. <laughs> exactly. Um, and now uh, we get what you were alluding to earlier—the first big Kramer entrance. Yes. Because uh, Elaine comes out. Uh, Jerry's like, "Oh yeah, where's the TV?" She's like, "It was stolen." Mm-hmm. Kramer entrance. Somebody left the door open. Yep, wide Ob- open. Obviously. Yeah. And Kramer's like, "Oh." oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so he's just doing like his whole bug-eyed. Uh, like dar- and, darting back and forth, like uh, yeah. One thing that I loved about this was he says he came in to get a spatula, and <laughs> Michael Richards. One of his early roles is in the Weird Al Weird Al movie UHF. Have you ever seen it? I haven't. No. It's a great movie. He plays uh, Stanley Spadowski, a janitor okay. who ends up taking a job on the on the TV station that Weird Al is running. And it was just a funny connection to me because one of the fake commercials in UHF is for Spatula City <laughs> and where they it's like a giant like think of Walmart sized warehouse, but all they sell is spatulas. And so I just thought that was kind of a funny like UHF, Stanley Spadowski, Kramer, Michael Richards tie in where he was looking for a spatula. Probably that's not what they had in mind when they yeah, said yeah. it's just a tool he needed, but I'm like UHF I mean it, it honestly it could have been a wing. It could have been yeah. because he could have been borrowing anything. Yeah. He could have been borrowing because he borrows everything, yep, yep, doesn't yep. he? That's Kramer. Is that's that our thing? Kramer? This is our Kramer barging in and and causing trouble. Yeah. yeah so yeah. he and his big uh, excuse for leaving the door wide open was well, I was going to bring the spatula back. Yeah. <laughs> but he he got caught up watching a soap opera. Yes. <laughs> the bold and the beautiful, and, which gets a big laugh. Yeah. Big big <laughs> bolsterous laugh. But I was thinking, do people still watch soap operas? I think there's one or two still on, but I, I mean, older people, I would imagine. Yeah. Maybe I, that's what was funny about it, yeah. that even back then it was just old people watched them. Maybe. I mean, I I don't know. My grandma watched them whenever I was growing up. Yeah. She would, she would uh, tape them on her VCR yeah. along with The Price is Right. Yeah. And every afternoon, like after like four o'clock, <laughs> after, no, after five o'clock, because her and my grandpa would watch Judge Judy from four to five. Uh-huh. So after five o'clock, she'd go and watch her soaps and watch the prices. Would she right. record them on a VCR like Jerry yeah. with Mets games? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I noticed when I was at my wife's place, her mom does DVR The Young and the Restless. I think that's still on. Okay, yeah. Um, I think Bold and I don't Beautiful know if she might still it, be on. Really, The Bold and the Beautiful yeah. is one of them. Uh, so timeless, a timeless bit. G- General Hospital, I guess. No, can't be. I think one of them moved. I don't know. I think one of them very stupidly prop probably moved online i think one of them is still produced online which doesn't make much sense because old people and online just yeah. doesn't mix like um, to unless, get them to um, figure it out unless you can just say alexa play me the newest episode of right general hospital or yeah. whatever it is should yeah we, should we ask google how many <laughs> nah okay <laughs> it's not worth it <laughs> um but uh so this is a point where does george show up and tell him then to to go check out the new place um oh the cop comes by the cop comes by and then george comes so um, you know, they fill out the report. We get a fade out, fade in. Yeah, fade out, fade in to There's the probably same commercials. scene. Yeah, yeah, they're probably commercials. So yeah. the cops there now, and he's filing a report. His answering machine. No one gets the answering machine joke, which I thought was funny. Why did they dwell on that? I thought that was funny. You thought that was funny? Yeah, yeah. He's out there returning my calls. I'd hate to think of someone returning (laughs) my calls. And I like that the cop didn't get it. But then the fact that Elaine didn't get it, I'm like, that's absurd, funny humor. I mean, I got it. 
but yeah. I didn't think it was very funny. Yeah, I, I see. I, I even made the note. I'm like, this cop is me during these stand-up sessions. <laughs> like, why is that funny? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, so I'm at the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> why is that funny? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but. Oh, oh, I I did want to touch on uh, this before the cop yeah. gets there. There was uh, one bit that I think was the f- uh, thing that made me laugh the yeah. most in this uh, whole episode. Um, Jerry's talking about uh, insurance to Kramer, and Kramer's like, "Oh, do you have insurance?" Yeah, uh, about like all his missing stuff. He's like, "No, I spent all my money on this lock. Uh-huh. It, it's it's the most impenetrable lock in the market today. It's the Clapco D29, but it does have one design flaw." The door has to be closed. Yeah, yeah. You like that bit? I love yeah, that yeah. bit. Yeah. It's good delivery from him. <laughs> he, his voice gets really high and shrieky in yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. That, that is funny. I thought it was funny. Let me ask you know. this about that scene, too. Uh, Elaine is running back and forth with the plunger, and that's never addressed. What's going on there? Was that a joke that was cut or something? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I have no clue. He never... It would have been funny if, instead of talking about the hot water, he would have said, oh, by the way, the toilet backs up sometimes. And then later on, we see the payoff because she's running back and forth from the... I think she's using it on the sink and the toilet. <laughs> so, like, what? That's never addressed, though. Is it that's, just something for her to be doing in the background that's, like, kind of funny? Like, like you would like you would see in the background of Airplane or Hot Shots? Like, just something someone can be doing? That's probably it. Because, I yeah. mean... If well, if why they can't say, you just stand there? <laughs> that's true. Uh, um, but if they use that as the uh, the trouble, like with the apartment, yeah. instead of like the hot water yeah. being a thing, that completely eliminates Elaine's reason for, for going... being out of the apartment <laughs> yeah, at the yeah. time of the robbery. Yeah, because she says that she was waiting for the shower to heat up while she was at Bloomingdale's. While she went to Bloomingdale's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she's literally just doing what Jerry told her. Yeah, yeah. She's like, "Oh yeah, so if you have to take a hot shower, go do all your shopping yeah. while you're waiting for it to heat up. Then come back. Yeah, yeah. It's Jerry's water bill. Who cares? <laughs> um, so then uh, George shows up and Jerry says, "All right, I'll check out the apartment." Right. Um, yeah. After the cop leaves or whatever, yeah, that's yeah, ba- yeah, yeah. That's basically it. Cop exits. I think uh, George comes in like right after mm-hmm. him, and Jerry's like, "Oh, how did you get in here?" Well, the lobby door is broken. Yep. Just yep. another reason onto the growing list of reasons why Jerry should not be living here. Did you or anyone should be living here for that matter? Did Let you? It's Lane. It, it's kind of a dumpy building. It is. I mean, especially for as well as he's doing, apparently. But did you know what George did when he said, "How did you get in here the first time?" I he did. Of, yeah, okay, the, you know the, what that is. The I dream of he, genie. Yeah, I does get yeah. dream of genie. I was like, I, I don't know. That might be something. That I <laughs> did. I did get that. But there was one thing Elaine said right here. Uh, she's talking about a roommate again. Yeah. That she's living with Ethel Merman without the talent. <laughs> right over my head. No, and, no Ethel Merman. Just no a Broadway Merman. star from back in the day. And, okay. And did some movies and stuff too. I I, I don't know too much about her, but I, I recognize the references. <laughs> I'll take your word uh, for it. Yeah. She had kind of that um, loud, brassy voice. That's like, oh, that would be no. Ethel Merman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So now we go to the apartment, right? Do we go to the apartment? Yes. Yeah. Well, we have a stand up bit. Oh, a stand up bit. What's this about? Um, it's about uh, I wrote crooks not putting in effort. Oh yeah, because oh, of yeah, the... it's about like he's saying that uh, there's more than three crooks in, in a city in the, in the city, <laughs> so you can't just say, oh, he had a Sony stolen. It was probably the penguin. Yeah, we know where he is because he looks like a penguin. He's a yeah. penguin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, that, I thought that was funny. Not bad. Too. It's weird because um, Jerry Seinfeld is a huge Superman fan. I mean, 
did you know that about him? No. Apparently, there. Uh, I haven't been looking for it, so I don't know if it was something they added in different seasons. But there's a picture of Superman in every episode, at least, or some what? reference to really? Superman sculpture or something like that in every episode. We need to start looking um, for that. Yeah, I know. I, it keeps slipping in my mind. But this Batman thing brought it up, and I'm like, oh, I mean, not that he can't talk about Batman, but he's a huge super. And most people would know the goofy, uh, you know, goofy villains from Batman's <laughs> world more than. But as long as you're going DC, you know. Yeah. I mean, he could have slipped a Superman thing in there, but I don't. He loves Superman for some reason. Yeah, we'll have to like start looking for that. Yeah, because I, mean, I don't know if they added it, if it was a thing in the first season or not. But keep your eye out for huh. Superman. But uh, but yeah, that was kind of funny. You know, that was a, that was a fine enough bit. And then and then we get to the new apartment. Yep. Um, what stuck out to you about this scene? Uh, I all I could think of is how much would this apartment be? Today. Yeah, I wonder. It's got two bedrooms, it's right? Two? Which, which Jerry doesn't even look at before saying he'll take it. Yeah, it's a, it's a no. Yeah, he. <laughs> they he, look at the he, foyer. <laughs> he doesn't go to any room other than the living room. Not it, even the kitchen, which looks tiny. The kitchen yeah. looks like it has a refrigerator, and that's it. Yeah, maybe like a small like island counter. And nothing else. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a ground floor apartment, right? right. Like out into a patio, yes. you have a yard, yeah, two yeah. bedrooms. I'm assuming one bathroom, right, right. Uh, a walk-in closet, or yeah. at least for Elaine. Which, yeah, and that's there, the coat closet too. Like there should be closets in the bedroom. Why was she remarking about the walk-in coat? Nobody wants a walk-in coat closet. I have no idea. <laughs> but yeah, there's no way this apartment is less than like. I don't know, twenty five hundred a month. I have no in, idea. In, in, in nineteen ninety, right now. Yeah. Oh, oh you no, mean right I mean now? like right now. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. No idea. They in never ni- say. In nineteen ninety, it's probably uh, reasonable by today's standards. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Probably like eleven hundred a month. Yeah. Maybe. No idea. Because if- I, I think rent in New York City just skyrocketed. Especially Manhattan. I mean, he's yeah. in Manhattan, walking distance to the park. I mean, this is. I mean, we might be talking about twenty five hundred well, in nineteen ninety. W- which park? Central Park. I'm I guessing? think that's when they say the park. Yeah. Okay. Because I they, think they, they only ever say the park. Yeah, I think that is the park, but but I don't know. I mean, there's smaller parks. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But They're if all it's over in the place. walking distance to Central Park, yeah, then uh, we uh, might be talking twenty five hundred in nineteen nineties dollars. Bare minimum. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. With an out, you know, you have a yard. No one has a yard. So it is, I mean, it's it's pretty incredible. And the fact that he's nice doing stuff. that well, yeah. that he could live there is, is pretty amazing. Yeah. But the thing is, uh, this like stuck out to me um, whenever George is starting to, or no, he's not handing Jerry the lease yet. Whenever George is looking at the details, that's yeah. right. He has It's it got on, a fireplace. Yeah. It, it's like on his uh, uh, clipboard or something. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, I didn't know it had a fireplace. My immediate reaction was that he was looking at the wrong apartment and Jerry was going to like fall in love with this place and George is like, "Oh, th- this isn't the place that oh, that oh, oh. I'm in charge of as a realtor. Oh. This is this is going to be like a place that uh, like his rival realtor is yeah. like selling or something. It did seem to have a lot of details that he wasn't aware that a, the person selling it should be aware of. Yeah, <laughs> the right. Person leasing it should be aware of. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that like something was going to happen that uh, Jerry was going to fall in love with it. He wanted this place, mm-hmm. and it wasn't George's place. And that uh, they were going to show him another place, and it was just going to be like literally one step up from Jerry's dump of yeah. an apartment. Yeah, and he's like. Look, this is your new home. Yeah, but uh, right, yeah. Then right, I realized right. I think we only had like 15 minutes left in the episode. You should like, write a sitcom about New York City real estate. Oh. The sitcom that Seinfeld wanted to be—that's oh. what you should create. You've already come up with a hey, great I, first I could, pilot. I could, I could probably get uh, a half season order at NBC, <laughs> yeah, exactly, They'll, or or Netflix. They'll greenlight anything. They'll greenlight anything. <laughs> so that fire escape painted backdrop in the garden. 
Is that supposed to be a mural or in 1990 on on 1990s Wait. TVs? You didn't notice? It's horrible. In H- watching in HD, I'm like, that is a painted fire escape. I'm like, is that supposed to be a mural of a fire escape? Or in 1990, th- did that look like the building? Was it so fuzzy? They were like, that looks great. It looks like the building. That's a. It's a, Wait, it's, in the new apartment. Yeah, the new apartment outside the garden. In the back, the backdrop of the garden is a painted fire escape. I literally didn't even notice well, this. I was, I was, I was <laughs> like, oh my gosh, that's just a painting. And so I was like, was that supposed to be a mural? Or in 1990, did it look like the other apartment because everything was so fuzzy and low def? You know, I have no idea. <laughs> well, since you didn't notice it, I'm guessing it's. You thought it was the other building. You thought it was another building, or what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, okay, well, maybe I that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. I didn't, uh, <laughs> I didn't think twice about it. I thought it was like a yard and then like, I don't know. Another I, I, building. I, I guess I'm just not thinking that this is like downtown Manhattan. Yeah. Still. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that's his neighbor. Yeah. I'm like, no. <laughs> if you're going to have a neighbor, their building's going to be right up next to yours probably. Which is where that painting was. So I guess yeah. it's supposed to look like that. So I guess yeah. so, yeah. But why was Jerry so hung up with getting things delivered and tipping people who were delivering things. I like, think he was just looking for a reason not to move. I guess. Because he's just lazy? Or, yeah, or, or he's you complacent? Know, he wasn't interested in the first place. You know, I'm not going to, I don't want, you know, he didn't want to move and so I, I guess that's, I guess that's it, you know. What so, do you, so oh, he, we got to find, so now I got a fireplace. Now I got to find wood, you know, looking for who, a problem who, down the line. Who, who brings the wood? Oh, they deliver it. Yeah. There's a wood delivery guy? Do you tip him? Yeah. <laughs> like, do, do I gotta get? Do I have to have a gardener? Do you tip them? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay. Maybe that's a New York. Maybe that's a rich person New York thing that we just don't get. Is like, you know, oh gosh, everything you do in New York, you got to tip the guy. Everything you get delivered. Because think about, you know, I mean, living there, you don't. No one has cars. No one has. So if you're getting food or you're getting anything, it's probably getting delivered to you or going out to get it. Going yeah. out to get wood. Where are you going to get wood in the biggest city? In the, the you know. You know that's true. So maybe it was just a joke <laughs> that as you know, kind of we were talking about in the first episode where he's like, ah, I don't want a, a bunch of New Yorkers. It's not going to play. No one's going to get it. Maybe that's just one of the jokes that we don't get. Like, maybe. oh, yeah. do you have to tip your gardener? Uh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Do you tip a gardener? Do I don't you, know. Do you guys have a gardener? No. Do you have a garden? Know. Yeah, we do have a little garden. Like a flower garden or something? Yeah. yeah. But, okay. Yeah. You just take care of it yourself? Yeah. But By there, the way, Jerry's garden looked like turf and a big fake rock. <laughs> so it didn't look like grass either. The whole it, thing was very d- suspect. It didn't look like uh, a garden that would take a lot of work. That's no, for sure. No, no. I don't know what you'd want to do out there. Uh, but he decides to take it, having seen one room of the house. Uh, maybe it's that awesome fireplace in the I garden, guess. I guess. Yeah, that, that really awesome, <laughs> really little fireplace that has the gas knob right next yeah. to it. But then we get to fade to commercial. George is uh, uh, upset about it. And I, we didn't know why. And we find out later it's because he wanted the apartment. Once he saw the apartment, and especially that fireplace, I guess, he wanted the apartment. Yeah. So George and Jerry are doing awesome. What does Elaine do? I can't wait till we find out what Elaine's job is so that we know why she can't afford an apartment. A waitress is interested in this an amazing apartment who, again, has a husband. We're going to find out later on. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm jumping ahead a second. but <laughs> what does ahead to like, the very end what of the What does Elaine do where she, can, she has a roommate and, and like George and Jerry could both afford this apartment and, and Elaine's just out of it? I have no clue. But it yet is... she can afford to live in Jerry's place alone. That's so she true. can afford half the rent of whatever this place is. I just wish we knew what she did at this point, yeah, but she, it's not she addressed. She can afford half the rent of her current place. Yeah. But she can afford all of the rent of Jerry's current place by herself. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Maybe she's know living that... in a. She must be living in a two bedroom I with guess, her roommate, yeah. and so that's double what Jerry's paying. So a one bedroom in this location. Yeah, yeah. and I, I'm guessing her building probably isn't as crappy as Jerry's building. So that might be a, another thing where like 
her half of the rent is still higher than all of Jerry's right, rent. So, right, right, right. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to apply some logic where there's no logic. Yeah, some things we need to explain. Um, but we get back to uh, Jerry's current place, and Jerry's trying to unload his couch mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. Elaine. And w- what did he want for it? 150 150 I want to say 150 That's not bad. No, no. Like, for... I, like I thought, uh, as soon as he said, like, 150 uh, Elaine was going to be like, that. that's it? Yeah, I'll yeah, take it, yeah. obviously. <laughs> And then she comes back with twenty bucks. Yeah, I'm like oh my god, how you, you got to haggle even with friends, I, I guess. But I guess yeah, but you, you can you have to haggle within reason. If yeah. he starts at one fifty, you start at like seventy five. Right. That way he can come down to like, yeah. like one thirty five. You go up to maybe ninety five, mm-hmm. and you meet somewhere in the middle at around like one fifteen, one twenty. That's haggling, not yeah. 150, 20 bucks. 20 bucks, yeah. I, I That's a long way. I don't. I didn't go and uh, look at cars uh, to buy my car. I'm like, yeah, I got 20 bucks. <laughs> what can you give what me? What can you do for me? Yeah. Um, yeah, and so, but he, you know, he's playing hardball, too. He's talking about moving the couch into the hallway. So he's move. it's moving day, essentially, it seems like. I guess, yeah. 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 <laughs> and he's ready to sign the lease. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But wait, wouldn't... I guess when you sign the lease, you can move in, or at least if there's an agreed-upon move-in date. I guess, yeah. Or maybe like there was already an agreed-upon move-in date uh, dependent on a signed lease. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have a lease on my place right now yeah yeah so um but so that but that we find out that george wants the apartment and so jerry's like well now i don't want the apartment because george says oh i want it if you don't want it he's like well how you so you do want it and now i can't have it you can have it because i'm gonna you know it, it, it just creates a whole social situation that they want to avoid later on and uh so they flip for it but there's interference the coin hits the yeah. counter is that a thing <laughs> like would you i never knew of like okay yeah a, a coin if it, it hits can't hit anything, anything else, it was interference. I never knew that. I would uh, when I'm rolling die or dice, then I tend to agree with like, well, it's got to stay on the board or, or it yeah, can't tip or, or hit anything. You but know, like that. flipping a coin. But flipping I thought a like coin is anything yeah. was fair. If you're going to agree not to catch it, which they said no catches, yeah. then uh, that was the only thing that was called. The fact that it, it didn't come out in George's favor and he said interference is an unspoken rule makes me think that it's not. It's, you know, because yeah. he wanted another exactly. shot at it. So, yeah. um, which they do shoot. I'll shoot for choose for it. What did he I, say? I have no idea. It sounded like he said, "I'll choose for it." I'll choose you for it, but then I think he actually said, "I'll shoot you for it," or something like that, which is very which violent. Is very, yeah, yeah. Look, it's an apartment, guys. This game <laughs> is even older than what I'm, what my any of my okay, good because I was gonna hope that you knew yeah. what this was because I have no clue. What what, are, what do you think the rules are? I'll tell you what I think they are. It looks a lot like rock paper scissors, which is what I thought they were doing. I totally thought they were going that way because they're just like shooting yeah. their hands in, yeah, and it looked like they were doing rock paper scissors. But then I, I thought back, like, oh, Jerry said he wants evens, evens. and George said he wants he odds. Wants odds. So it's, uh, I guess, like, higher number up beats whatever number. Here's I what guess? I think it is. Like, I one, don't know one, how many. One, one person can only do even numbers. One person can only do odd numbers. That's what I thought, too. Here's, here's what I think it is. So... All right, let's let's shoot right now. I'll shoot you, Ted. <laughs> I want to shoot okay. you. Um, so I, see, I don't know how many numbers you're supposed to put up. They put a max of two, I think. Okay. Maybe even. So what do you want? Evens or odds? Evens. All right, I'll be odds. Okay. All right. So we'll say one, two, three, shoot. And then you shoot, I, I don't know, however many fingers you want, okay? But okay. leave them up, all right? One, two, two three, three shoot. shoot. 
All right, you have two up. I have one. That's a three, which is an odd number, and that means I win this round. What is, is that, that right? I think that's I don't right. Know. I have no clue. I think that's what they were doing. This is way too confusing. You want to do it again? Yeah. One, two, one, two three, three. Shoot. shoot. All right, you put up your middle finger. What does that even mean? <laughs> um, and I put out one finger. That's two. That's an even. That you means win. I win. Yeah. So we're one and one. Right. Okay. So I, do you think that's what was going on? Maybe I, I was looking like at their fingers and and winners and losers. I was trying to see it, you know wh- how it came <laughs> up, and I think that's what I think that's how it works. Okay, are you able to put up zero? Because if you just yeah, zero, I think so. Zero number that you I can think do? so. Is zero an even number? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if, so if both people put up zero, huh? Maybe you can't put up zero. Maybe you have to at least put up one. Is zero is even technically? Do they technically? Or yeah. I thought zero was zero. I don't know. Maybe you have to throw up at least. See, I want, uh, can you throw up five? Can you throw out all five or three? I guess. I guess as long as it's on one hand. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you're not going to like shoot and be like, seven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, that's the, those are the rules that I think are, they're playing with. Yeah. Uh-huh. But Jerry wins Jerry wins the apartment. <laughs> yeah, after the coin flip and, and, shooting. and, and shooting George. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, Jerry wins unanimously. And I even wrote in my notes, what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> um, then do we go to the coffee shop? Um, because we, why didn't Jerry sign the lease like right then? If he won, you know? know. And then yeah. we got a problem later on that, yeah, we are at the coffee shop because George is still moping and he's like, oh, I don't want to. Now I can't. I, I can never have you over because you're going to be moping. It's like, I'm not going to mope. George has a thing about the mirror, the bathroom mirror, first of all, that he comes out with. Oh, which yeah. Is, he says, another reference goes way oh, over yeah. my head. He feels like Robert Wagner when he's looking in the mirror. I want to say, I want to okay. say if I saw a picture of Robert Wagner, I would know who it is. I think we might know him best from Austin Powers, the Austin Powers movies. I think he played number two in, oh. in the Austin Powers movies. Okay. The guy with the eye patch yeah, who, like, yeah. who's been running the business. I think yeah. that's Robert Wagner. But I know that like older people listening are going to know he was around a long time before then. Maybe even on a soap opera. I think he might be a soap opera guy. Yeah. Um, so, so this is a very like old demographic episode. This one was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder if we were <laughs> this age now watching in 1990 if we'd get it. If we'd yeah. get shooting and Robert Wagner and all that stuff. I just want to know what that game is called. Because there's no <laughs> yeah. way it's called shooting. Shoot. Like, yeah, yeah I'm going shoot, to shoot, shoot you. Shoot you for it. There's ah. an, I don't know. <laughs> we're, we're probably saying that really wrong. Yeah. Uh, uh, hey, if you know the name of it, email us at nohuggingnolearningshow at gmail.com. Yeah, or tweet at nohugging. <laughs> um, Send us all your hate mail. <laughs> I do have to say the coffee shop set is finally normal. We haven't seen it. We didn't okay. see it in episode two, right? Okay. I uh, no, it wasn't episode yeah. two, but it was the pilot. Episode one, the yeah. pilot was it. Would, it, d- it was disturbing looking, and now finally we're in the coffee yeah. shop that we're going to live in for the rest of the nine seasons. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I was going to ask you: Is this the normal mm. diner or coffee shop? Okay. They're not sitting where they're supposed to sit. But sometimes <laughs> they move. I can look past it for the first appearance, but thank God it finally looks normal because it was very off-putting earlier. I, I didn't want to live in that diner anymore. So we're now in Monk's Coffee okay. Shop. We're, we're there. What's it called? Monks? I believe it's called Monks. Yeah, Monks even in shop? even in the Seinfeld universe. Yeah, okay. yeah. So uh, Monks. I I wrote down. George sits down and he's looking over the menu and he's like, "Oh, would you look at this? Yeah. Like looking at all like the different like breakfast options. Is he on a diet? I think that is, is that that's a timeless bit to me because that he could have done that 
today on an episode today, and it's still funny because you hear everything's bad for you. But it was interesting that even in 1990, that was at the top of everyone's mind. That was part of the Zeitgeist. Okay. Like eggs, they're bad. Bacon, that's bad. Coffee, that's bad. Okay. You can't eat anything anymore. Yeah, I I made a note. I'm like, is he on a diet or yeah. is he just saying you can't eat anything anymore as like a commentary on trying like, to eat healthy on, at yeah, any point? Try, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like the only time you hear like the excuse of like, oh well, you can't even do this anymore. Yeah. You can't say this anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's like something that shouldn't be said like wow you can't treat lgbt people yeah, like yeah. subhumans anymore yeah, yeah. What, what is this like, yeah oh, okay you probably shouldn't have in the first place this was just what the you know like uh, the studies were coming out even back in 1990 they're like well eggs are worse for you than we thought or meat you know brisket he mentioned yeah. brisket that's you know you can't eat it's just one of the things that we've always known about eating healthy you know try not to eat a lot of red meat yeah. try not to eat a little fat a lot of fatty foods mm. i guess coffee you know every so often that comes out like oh it's yeah. good for you it's bad yeah. for you it's good for you it's bad yeah, for you but we're just gonna forget about like that resurgence that bacon had like from 2009 to 2013 where it was like on everything and it was yeah, everyone's right, favorite right. food well it, yeah. yeah there was a there was a bit of a backlash between like you know what no we're but we didn't think it was good for us but we just we knew I we guess, were going to embrace yeah. like yeah. you know it was like I don't care if I only live to be forty five exactly. I'm going to eat bacon exactly and George and Jerry day. are at the age where they have to start thinking about that but he talks about how his his grandparents or whoever eat, are eating giant brisket sandwiches he's like how can you eat that but they're <laughs> pushing a hundred yeah yeah oh my god <laughs> um, but um, so what they're talking over. And Jerry says he's not going to take the apartment. George says he's not going to take the apartment. Yeah. And random waitress number two yeah, yeah. walks up. I, I only call her that because we had random waitress number one in the pilot. Who seemed like she was going to be a pretty big character. Yeah. You know, because they gave her a lot of lines. She had a rapport with them that yeah, they were really, really trying though. to push. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, maybe we never see her again. I don't know. I, I'm guessing we don't because it's a completely different restaurant now. Yes, that's so, true. That's true. So yeah. random waitress number two walks up. And she's like, oh, what apartment? Yeah. How much is the rent? Is that a common thing? It seems in, like it. Again, New York, probably another New York joke. Yeah. Guess, like, what's, the yeah. what's the rent? What's, what's the, the rent? rent? Ooh, what's the rent? Where's the apartment? Where's yeah. the rent? What's the rent? Um, <laughs> and I'm thinking, this is where I thought, like, Jerry can get it. George can get it. And now a waitress can get it. But Elaine still can't get this two-bedroom apartment. So, yeah, like, what is Elaine's she's job? She's basically homeless. Like, who knows Maybe, maybe she, she does. doesn't have a job. Maybe that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, it would be great if they would just throw it in, if they would mention it like they have put George's job in every episode so far. <laughs> they've, they've really wanted us to not forget that George works in real estate. Yeah, yeah. And Jerry is a baseball fan. Jerry's a baseball fan and stand-up comedian sometimes. When he's not watching baseball, he finds the time. In, in his spare time of yeah. not watching baseball, he's a stand-up comedian. <laughs> he's got jokes. Um, but so, maybe, that, and maybe that's why, you know, Jerry... Maybe he did sign the lease, and maybe if you can find somebody to take the lease, then you can get out of it or something like that. Maybe that's another... Oh, yeah. You know, so maybe he... Maybe he did end up signing, because I don't know why yeah. you wouldn't sign it that day, unless this coffee shop scene takes place a little bit later in the day, but George is not wearing the same clothes. Is oh, he? Yeah. No. No, I don't think not. so, yeah. No, it, it almost looks like a completely completely different day, because yeah. why else would George like still be like dwelling on yeah. something? Because Jerry even says, like, oh, you're still... Yeah, uh, moping around. Yeah, about yeah, it. yeah. So it, yeah, this has got to be like a few days later. Yeah. So maybe he didn't drop off the lease. Maybe he was still thinking about it because of the circumstances. I don't know. Yeah. But so, so maybe like he's kind of in the process of like moving his stuff. Yeah. But he hasn't fully moved in yet. Right. That seems possible. Yeah. Just know. the small stuff. Yeah. One or two trips over. Um, but because Elaine had already rented a U-Haul, we find out 
in the next scene, mm-hmm. which is the housewarming party for the waitress and her husband. Mm-hmm. So I guess they've got two incomes technically. Whatever he does, I guess, is yeah. he's making as much money as George, who works in Manhattan real estate, and Jerry, who's a stand-up, a working, traveling stand-up comedian, yeah. uh, and way more than Elaine, who does something. Yeah. Uh, and and well, yeah, she both, has a both, supplemental income with the, the wait, wait staff job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true. I was just going to say, like both of their incomes are at, are at least equal, if not greater, yeah. than Jerry's solo income yep. as a stand-up comedian. Yeah. So... So they're love. They're grilling out every night. They're running. He's losing weight. They're running in the park. It's obviously a great. It would have been a great, great apartment for everybody, but the friendship got in the way. Yeah, is what true. happened. Yeah, and then uh, waitress number two brings over her neighbor, yeah, yeah, who is yeah. a masseuse. Yeah, and I kind of cringed at uh, George like standing up like to greet her. I'm like, oh, this would not like go over well. Now <laughs> he's, his his nose basically brushes against her breast. The way he stands up. Oh, oh! His entire face was <laughs> south of her belly button. Yeah, like yeah. It, it, he's just like, standing up and just like literally inches, <sighs> literally inches away. Who stands up like that? <laughs> and, and like he does the like slow look up her body, and um and, and like his his eyelashes touching her body the entire time. Basically, yeah, right? that's how close he is. I'm like he's just very close what? to like <laughs> sniffing her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was that was a very weird sight gag. If it was supposed to I, be that, I don't know. But yeah, is, also is this, like, is this going back to uh, Jason Alexander, professional theater actor? Maybe that's what it was. Maybe you had to play it to the back. Maybe you had to get that close to play it to the back of the room. Yeah, guess, yeah, it might yeah. be. But yeah, it is kind of funny. Like the hot neighbor, like uh, one of us definitely would have slept with her. You know, like. <laughs> That's why she's introduced, like, oh, girl, boy, oh, look what we man. missed out on. Oh, dang it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so whether that, I mean, that, that would probably play that that bit, like, oh, th- it was a hot neighbor, too. Yeah. I don't think that's too, that's not as egregious as, like, why even give her an option from the pilot episode, which yeah. we pointed out is, oh. like, kind of cringy. Uh. But it is, it was kind of like, you know, I guess I had to throw something else out in there, like, look at all the great features this, yeah. ha- this had and a hot neighbor, you know. Um. So, yeah, they're all back on the couch in, yep. in this new apartment at the housewarming party and we hear uh people that we've never seen before right talking about like oh well, what are you gonna do about the apartment i guess i'm gonna have to give it up what's the rent what's the rent everybody turns around and that's it <laughs> roll, roll, roll credits freeze <laughs> yeah. frame that's yeah. it i guess that was you know i mean it was it was a callback it was a thread that ran through the whole episode but it was a thread it was a thread that we say we just don't get not living in it you know not being new yorkers and not always being on the lookout for another place to live or another apartment or something like that. So for it to be the huge punchline, I don't know. Maybe maybe it didn't work. I guess, yeah. Just no one is ever satisfied with where they live, Yeah, that could, that could be. You're always looking for, especially when it's just you, you know, single people in New York, always, you know, looking to A, save money, and B, get in a better place. Um, yeah, especially uh, this guy sounded like a motivated seller you know he needed to get rid of this apartment yeah. so i was like oh what's the rent yeah he's a, he's a real mover and shaker yeah, yeah, yeah. in manhattan he's got to get he's got to get out of there so maybe we can get a good deal on it yeah uh and then that was it yeah that was it so i, I don't have anything else for this episode you can always tweet at the show at no hugging want to thank uh, everybody who checked us out uh for the pilot episode uh it looks like we are proud members of team follow back so you know <laughs> if you want to if you want to give us a follow oh uh going back to the pilot episode i did notice that, uh, oh, uh, one of our buddies, Alan Carpenter, who we work with here, says stand-up comedy in the Red Lodge is one idea that David Lynch missed. That would have been positively surreal. That goes back to when I was talking about Jerry Seinfeld and where these comedy bits are actually happening because the club is very, it almost looks like a, a void, 
you know, where Jerry can go in his mind, like maybe on the astral plane or something like that. Uh, and so I, I suggested that maybe it's like the Red Lodge in Twin Peaks where he goes to, to give comedy. Um, Another show I've never seen. I've <laughs> seen the movie. I've seen Fire Walk With Me. But again, I've never sat down and watched through Twin Peaks. So maybe we, maybe that's, uh, you know, 180 episodes from right now or whatever it is. Yeah. Then uh, maybe we'll check that out. I uh, also want to thank uh, my buddy Josh from Mississippi for checking us out. He does Just Us Geeks, which is on hiatus right now, but go back and listen to all the other episodes. <laughs> he thinks Jason Alexander would like our podcast, and so we're, we've got a little retweet thing going on there. And uh, do we get any emails? We did not. Okay. If you If you have any... Uh Anything you want to bring up to us, questions, comments, concerns, things we egregiously missed yeah. or got wrong. If you know what the actual name of this game is that Jerry and George are playing, please email us, nohuggingnolearningshow at gmail.com. Yeah, or tweet at nohugging. Oh, yeah, if, if someone stuck out to you about this episode that we didn't touch on, or any episode, uh, as always, feel free and we'll, we'll touch on it in, in uh, later episodes. Um, the next episode is Male Unbonding. It aired June 14th. 1990, we're getting very close to my ninth birthday. And Ted, you're still negative two and a half at this point? Uh, June 14th, yeah, I'm getting cl- uh, I think it's negative two years, six months, one week. Wow, okay, yeah. so basically still, yeah, negative About two and a half that, there. Yeah. So, all right, and uh, if we looked at TV Guide the week of June 14th, when this episode was going to air, Male Unbonding, what would we see? Jerry finds ending a friendship harder than ending a romance. Oh. That sounds kind of good. Uh, I, have no, I, I, don't, <laughs> I have no idea what happens in this episode. We've met all of Jerry's friends that I know of. Yeah, so. I mean, we've barely met Kramer. He's, yeah, he's yeah. barged in a few times. I don't think it's any of those people. We, we know George works in real estate, so yeah. we, know, <laughs> we know everything about him. So uh, we're going to meet one of Jerry's friends, apparently, for just one episode. Uh, and there we go. Check us out uh, next week for another episode of No Hugging, No Learning. Yeah, give us a follow, subscribe on iTunes. Yeah, uh, by Spotify, the, yeah. wherever you get podcasts. Yeah, we're on Spotify. We're getting a domain soon. That's going to be fun. I haven't bought it yet. Yeah, hopefully by this point, maybe it's up. <laughs> but find <laughs> yeah, it in the show. Yeah. Check out nohugging.com. Yeah, yeah, we'll just say, we'll say it now, and then it'll, it'll become a thing later on. Uh, all right, that's it. I'm Tim Murphy. I'm Ted Hollowell. One, one two, two, three, three. shoot. Oh, I already have my one out, but oh, we didn't say who was evens or odds. I guess. Oh, yeah. That doesn't matter. Ha <laughs> ha